1: and everywhere else podcasts are heard video podcasts are also available on spotify with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch ever since we discovered spotify for podcasters we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes polls to ask questions on what they think and so much more we highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Guess who's back? Welcome to season three. Woohoo!
0: Hello, everyone. We missed you all, and um, yeah, welcome to Season 3.
1: Yes, we did. We're so excited to be back. And for those who don't know, this is Soviolento Violento, So Macabro Podcast, and uh, we're glad to be back. Are you guys ready? Are you I ready, Dee? So. Yeah, are you ready? Let's start. So again,
0: welcome to So Violento, So Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Ali. Yo soy Dee. hoy nos contará de un caso que sucedió en Ciudad Juárez, Chihuahua.
1: Las marchas del 8 de marzo son para demandar justicia al gobierno, para que tomen en cuenta la violencia de género, para que hagan algo para detener las desapariciones de miles de mujeres. Las marchas son para que las niñas ya no las toquen, para que hagan justicia para los que se fueron antes de tiempo y para que ya no maten y ya no hagan más desaparecidas. En el episodio de hoy hablaremos de Esmeralda, una joven de 14 años que desapareció y que por 14 años su papá, don José Luis Castillo, se una a las marchas del 8 de marzo para que no se olviden de ella. Esta es la desaparición de Esmeralda Castillo Rincón.
0: Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia, Escuchen con precaución.
1: Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. (laughs)
0: Es bien triste mirar que. Le pasa a la gente y mira la, las fotos y ya ni siquiera les pone atención. Dice, ah, una desaparecida más. No han hecho nada de investigación. Lo último que me dijo la fiscal fue que aceptara que mi hija estaba muerta y que me iban a pagar la reparación del daño. Y que así me entregaría informes de lo que había pasado con mi hija. No estoy dispuesto a firmar ningún papel que mi hija está muerta sin pruebas científicas. Asistente, este dicho la fiscal. Ella quiere que acerte que mi Esmeralda está
1: muerta, nada más para agradecer de su trabajo. Esmeralda Castillo nació el 28 de enero de 1995. Ella es conocida como una joven muy adorable, muy cariñosa muy uh, amorosa con todos um she was very close to her older brother and her other siblings but mostly to her brother and during this time she's the youngest one of them all so um, most of the story behind it is told from her father's perspective In mayo de 2009 su papá don josé luis castillo Trabajaba como pintor para el municipal. Él pintaba las calles con uh, líneas blancas y amarillas para conducir el tráfico o para la cross paths or the crossways. So that was his his main uh, job. According to an interview that he did with Imagen Noticias, he explains that on March 16th, 2009, he began to feel ill and decided to stay home from work. During this time, Esmeralda would take care of him and give him his medicine and feed him. Usually this is typical for women and especially females in the Hispanic culture to take care of their fathers and provide for them. And since Esmeralda was the youngest of them all and was the only one that was able to take care of him during this time, uh, she took it very personal to stay with him during the time that he was sick. So around this time, it was uh, Saturday when he began to feel sick. She stayed with him Saturday, Sunday, and she ended up not going to school on Monday. And by Tuesday, Don Jose eventually told Esmeralda that he was starting to feel better, that she should go back to school. Uh, Esmeralda was a type of child who was very motivated and was very excited to learn and to go to school and eventually um, just was excited about life. During this time, uh, Don Jose actually is quoted saying to the same outlet that he the last words that he had told his daughter was quote se, mi no se afloja vaya a la escuela and for him to recall those thoughts and and those being the last words that he had told his daughter really affected him and he still can't believe that that was the last image that he had of his daughter. Um, through a lot of these interviews, he says that he he himself has felt very guilty for basically telling his daughter to go to school, when in fact, um, she didn't want to go to school. She actually wanted to stay home and be with him. En la misma entrevista, Don José explica que para llegar a la escuela, Esmeralda tenía que tomar dos camiones. El primer camión salía de enfrente de su casa y la llevaba al centro de Ciudad Juárez. Y después de eh, llegar al centro, tomaba otro camión que la llevaba a la escuela. Don José también continúa explicando que él llevaba a Esmeralda a la escuela. O sea, él se iba desde su casa, ellos dos tomaban el primer camión, llegaban al centro... Y él esperaba hasta que ella agarrara el segundo camión para llegar a la escuela. El día de 19 de mayo, él dice que no la acompaña a la escuela. Entonces Esmeralda iba a tomar los dos camiones, ella sola. Al llegar al centro de Juárez, ella dicen muchas personas que la vieron ese día, que ella salió del camión y estaba esperando al segundo camión. Pero desde ese momento ya no se supo más de dónde se fue Esmeralda. En diferentes artículos dicen que su cuñada de ella vivía alrededor de su colegio. Entonces ella supuestamente, a ella la veían salir del segundo camión a dirección a su escuela. Pero desde ese momento de que se fue del de centro de Juárez, ya no la volvieron a ver. Don José eventualmente recibió una llamada de la escuela diciendo que Esmeralda nunca llegó al colegio. And this was very unlike her because she was not one to miss class unless she had to. So they automatically knew that something was wrong. They decided to go to the police station. And filed a missing persons report. When they arrived, police officers eventually told him that she would eventually reappear. But he himself as a father knew that this was unlike her.
0: It's so frustrating. When they oh, esperense unas horas, they'll appear. It's, I'm sure there's a percentage of people that do appear. Yeah. But for you to know... If she is or she's not, it's like, it's scary for a father, for a parent, saber que su hija, como, como la describes, no era alguien problemática, no era alguien que, que hacía esto frecuente, que llegaba tarde a la casa, or anything like that. So for him to, for the police to tell him this, he was like, no. I could just imagine the frustration, the fear, and the worry. Yeah, and, and also she was...
1: She was fourteen years He's old. Fourteen, yeah. So there's so there's only so much a fourteen year old can do, you know. Right. Like she was she she would love school. She loved being with her family. Her family was her priority, and school was like also her priority. So there wasn't anything out of the ordinary or ordinary. So it's not something that you would say, oh, she's a troublemaker or she you know, le gusta el desmadre o lo que sea. Like, she it was a, a, una persona en su casa. Entonces, yeah. para su papá es que no fuera a, a la escuela o que se haya desaparecido en el camino a la escuela es algo nuevo para ellos. Y That's su papá luego, luego se puso a buscarla yeah. aunque no tuviera el apoyo de las autoridades. El papá de Esmeralda seguía empujando a las autoridades a que lo ayudaran a encontrar a su hija. Pero, como suceden en muchos de sus casos, the police really doesn't do anything. Unless you have money, and unless you are willing to look for them yourself, there's not much you can do. And we're talking, you know, in 2009, when a lot of women were going missing and being murdered in Ciudad Juarez. So for the police, Mm -hmm. Esmeralda was another statistic. Pero Don José nunca se rindió. Algo que admiro de Don José es de que después de meses de no saber respuestas sobre la desaparición de su hija, él decidió tomar acción sobre el caso de su hija y buscarla él mismo. Él no se quedó esperando a ver qué decían las autoridades o que ellos la encontraran. Él mismo fue a buscar a su hija, se fue a, a encontrar información de dónde pudo estar su hija o dónde podía estar localizada. Él no esperó hasta que las autoridades llegaran a él con noticias. En noviembre de 2009... Él decidió irse a los bares de la Ciudad de Juárez on the outskirts of the city and those bars that were close to the border and would dress up as a indigente, which means he would wear torn up clothes, uh, have dirt on his face, and he would sleep on the um, outside of the bars. And he would do this for days in order to find any sort of answers to her his daughter's whereabouts. He went through so much humiliation when he was doing this. He would get hit, he would get kicked. He suffered through so much humiliation just because he was living in the streets trying to look for any information in regards to his daughter's disappearance. At some points, he was also incarcerated For living in the streets. And apart from all of that. He was also living in temperatures of below zero. He himself is quoted saying that. If it was up to him. He would do it all over again. In order for him to get any sort of information. On his daughter's whereabouts. This is the heart of a man. That was willing to do anything and everything. To find his daughter.
0: El amor de un padre. Oh, my God.
1: During the time that he was doing this, he also eventually ended up quitting or losing his job. We were not sure and ended up making this his full life purpose. His wife and him eventually opened up a hamburger stand in front of their home in order to have enough money to continue the search but also for their own um, survival to you know pay the bills and and their rent but also to pay for you know their own meals. Two years after her disappearance her family started to um, design this 200 peso uh, Mexican peso with the image of Esmeralda and in this flyer in the back of it it said her information um, where she was last seen, what she was wearing, how old she would be at the moment. And they would end up passing it around throughout the city of Juarez. This eventually caught the attention of news outlets and they started to report on Esmeralda's case. And...
0: Estaban haciendo
1: todo lo que, todo lo que
0: Anything, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. in este momento is es cuando el señor empezó a usar una camisa, una blusa... A con un mantán que viene siendo like a banner in, in estilo como like a poncho It's the picture of Esmeralda and all her information as as well as the quote no me olviden faltó yo and and, and it breaks he, my heart I just... think
0: it, I know everybody recognizes him it, like if you see you know that's him yeah because of the picture the her image that he carries with her, with him
1: in 2011, based on the attention that the case received, uh, one of the news stations received a call, like an anonymous call, saying that they had information on Esmeralda's whereabouts. According to this anonymous call, Esmeralda was taken from uh, La Ciudad de Juárez a La Ciudad de México. En la llamada, el, la persona anónima dijo que ella estaba trabajando en un bar y que ella le había pedido ayuda para que la sacara de allí esta persona también dijo que ella estaba trabajando en un lugar llamada la merced this part of the city is where a lot of women are taken to work as uh, prostitutes and as soon as uh, don jose got this news he began to try to get money in order for them to travel to mexico city el señor castillo Fue a la uh, fiscalía y al gobierno y pidió que le dieran una ayuda para que fuera a buscar a su hija en la Ciudad de México. But the government actually told him that they didn't have any money. I know. That's bullshit. Exactly.
0: They have no money. Yes. Pero tienen dinero para... I'm not even going to go in there. Yeah. Okay.
1: The family didn't take no for an answer. And once again, they began to sell hamburgers to their community and anybody that was willing to buy food from them in order to raise money to travel to Mexico City. They continued to search for Esmeralda in Mexico. And they were trying to get in contact with the person that left the anonymous tip. But once again, there was no leads. However... Don Jose went to Mexico City, again, went to these uh, bars in La Merced and looked for his daughter endlessly. But once the funds ran out, he returned to Juarez and continued his search for her there. On April 2012, the governor of Juarez, Cesar Durante, Inaugurated the institution that specializes in investigating crimes committed against women in Chihuahua. Governor Duarte spoke in the conference saying they invested millions of pesos in order to establish this institution. During the inauguration, Don Jose Luis and his family then confronted Governor Duarte and told his committee during the inauguration to openly discuss the lack of funds that they supposedly didn't have during the time they asked for money to look for Esmeralda. During the discussion, Governor Durante told the Castillo family that they would put more effort into the search of Esmeralda and her disappearance. On April 6, officials went to the home of Don Jose Luis and told him that they had information on his daughter's whereabouts and then that he needed to go to the police station for more information. Both Don Jose and his son went to the police station in hopes of finding more information on his daughter. They were left in the lobby of the police station for two hours with no information with no details on Esmeralda at all. Then, after Don Jose asked the police, you know, why are we here? Where's the information? The police officers then told Don Jose that there was a warrant for their arrest. So they were going to arrest Don Jose and his son. Police informed Don Jose that a massage establishment um, had filed a complaint against Don Jose and his son, saying that they were that they were actually robbed by them, and that they stole almost ten thousand pesos and over a hundred cell phones from their establishment. He's the the what? the same person that put in the complaint. Oh told Uh them that they actually saw don jose on on uh on the on the tv and recognized him as the person that stole from their establishments after this complaint and the warrant for their arrest they were placed in jail for seven months until they were proven innocent during the investigation of the accusations against don jose and his son a person actually came forward and told the police that he was the one guilty of robbing this establishment and uh, robbing the cell phones. But the police disregarded this information um, and kept Don Jose and his son in jail.
0: No. No.
1: They just automatically placed them in jail because they were accused of it because there was a warrant for their arrest, but there was no concrete proof that they had committed the crime. Those, Don Jose actually said that he considered that this was the government's plan after they confronted them at the inauguration. He said that they, that, wow. ev- that even throughout this whole um, arrest, that they couldn't find any uh, complaints from the establishment, That they, that all of that was fabricated.
0: Wow, that's crazy
1: uh, it it backs entonces
0: me. si no hubiera sido por esa persona que se entregó era lo mejor vierse yo en la cárcel por más tiempo
1: o sea esta persona dijo cuando don josé y su hijo estaban en la cárcel he came to the police station and said that he did it but the police officers no. didn't even believe that person
0: didn't believe
1: him. no they said that that you know that was that 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 they already had the people that stole the stuff no no
0: previas Siete meses perdidos. Siete meses. Yeah. I can't imagine lo que el Papa sintio el enojo de decir me robaron siete meses when I could have been looking for Esmeralda.
1: Yeah. It it just frustrates me that this man lost seven months. This man just wants answers. He wants money to help for the search for his daughter. All he wanted was for authorities and the government to take action when it came to the disappearance of his daughter. But the government didn't provide any funds, didn't provide any support. And it's just heartbreaking. Like for them, it's another case, another statistic, instead of a person. From 2009 to 2014, Don Jose pressured the government and the authorities to look for Esmeralda, to make it a priority to find any information on her whereabouts. However, in 2014, the authorities decided to close the investigation on Esmeralda's case. And in 2015, the Castillo's family were told that there was body remains found in a dump on the outskirts of Juarez, and there was a fragment that belonged to Esmeralda. Don Jose ended up telling Canal 44, This doesn't prove that my daughter is dead. This only declares that she might be missing a limb, but she is still alive. The authorities didn't give any more information on the fragment. Authorities basically wanted the family to accept the fact that Esmeralda was dead. They wanted the family to accept that the fragment that they had found belonged to Esmeralda. Yet, the Castillo family wanted a cause of death. They wanted to find the rest of her remains. They wanted proof that. That her their their daughter wasn't alive anymore. They didn't want to accept the fact that a bone that belonged to Esmeralda was, in fact, all that they had of her. Um, so what you're
0: saying is that they found y and automatically said, es Esmeralda." Mm-hmm. Let's tell
1: her family that that, it, that is ella. Esmeralda. They, See. after finding the bodies, the the body, the remains, they tested the the bones, and somehow, okay. some way, this specific bone belonged to Esmeralda.
0: Okay, so they did test.
1: They test word, quote unquote,
0: tested
1: okay. the bone. Okay, I have okay. to clarify that because,
0: okay. according
1: to the family. There was no paperwork that deter- sorry, that determined that it was actually her remain. Mm. It was just kind of like a they told us situation, but there was no concrete evidence that it was her. According to Canal 44, Norma Andrade is quoted as saying, the body has 206 bones How is it that they only give you a tibia and you will have to accept that that is your daughter? How can the authorities expect a family to accept that and stay quiet? Which to me is baffling that you're trying so hard for this family to sign off on the idea that she's dead in order for you to close this case. Just because it has so much public outreach that they, they they are literally forcing this man and this family to declare their missing daughter dead in order for them to get this, quote-unquote, remain that belonged to her.
0: As of May 19, 2016
1: at 1 p.m seven years after esmeralda's disappearance both don jose luis castillo and marta castillo rincón choose to place billboards around the downtown juarez to show that they're still looking for their daughter and they continue to show that they're searching for answers during this time the family castillo ended up initiating the esmeralda ton this is a march alongside The streets where Esmeralda was last seen. They also um, hold a 5K marathon in order to raise funds for the continuous search for Esmeralda and to find answers of what happened to her. They also traveled the same streets on Esmeralda's birthday, on the day of her disappearance, and on Father's Day. They have continued this tradition since 2016 in order to keep her memory alive. On August of 2018, Don Jose Luis and many other families of missing people decided to attend an open forum dedicated to listening to the people of Juarez, where President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador and Javier Corrales, governor of Chihuahua, were of attendance. During this open forum, Don Jose again attended with the same pink shirt and the banner around his body that held the image of Esmeralda with the quote, no me olviden falto yo. Don Jose again approached the podium and addressed Amlo and Javier Corral. He demanded that both political officials gave him permission to speak to them about the missing people of Juarez and to please help him look for his daughter, Esmeralda. During this discussion, both politicians promised to talk to Don Jose after the forum ended. Don Jose actually told both politicians that he wanted it in writing, that he wanted them to promise that they would talk to him after the forum ended. However, as soon as the forum ended, the politicians never Talked to Don Jose about the missing people of Juarez or the disappearance of his daughter. En marzo 8 de 2019, Don Jose Luis alistó para contribuir a la marcha. Se vistió otra vez de camisa rosa con su pancarta con la imagen de Esmeralda. Al llegar a la marcha, se enteró que la marcha solo era de mujeres. Y en vez de irse o de no participar, Don José se paró al lado de la calle donde las mujeres estaban marchando and he started to throw glitter at the protesters. During the protest, he began to chant, Mi niña, no se olviden de mi niña. Shortly after, one of the protesters noticed that he was chanting this um, chant about his not forgetting his daughter. And she stopped and asked him, what was he doing on the sidelines? She then told him, you are supposed to be leading. And in that instance, Don Jose and Marta approached the front of the line and marched alongside the other women.
0: That's just, oh man. I can just imagine what he felt
1: hearing that. In this viral video, he's actually... Um, marching along with these women and they are chanting no esta solo no esta solo in in the marches he's shown alongside these women, marching in front of them, mm. and in his uh, pancarta it says no me olviden, falto yo and it's the picture of Esmeralda when she went missing
0: it's just for him saber que Tiene gente a su lado. Yeah. Que no está solo. Que tiene a un grupo, tiene su familia que siempre ha estado con él. Y ahora un grupo de mujeres, de guerreras al lado de él. Who are not going to stop fighting with him. That's just, it breaks your heart. But it also just brings a sense of peace because you know he's no longer alone. Yeah. Esmeralda no está sola. Que ahora yo... Nana no... Ahora no nada más tiene a su papá, a su mamá, a sus hermanos buscándola. Ahora es... Millones de mujeres que van a estar al lado de su
1: familia. Yeah. And Don José is actually interviewed and he said that he... That he feels... Um, he feels the strength of these women. And he yeah. tries to go to as many marches. Since the disappearance of Esmeralda. Don Jose has actually become a huge advocate. Uh, when it comes to uh, missing women. And missing people in the in Ciudad Juarez. He's actually been uh, part of many um, research. uh Sorry. Blanking out. He's actually been part of many research teams and coalitions to find missing people. And he's actually helped find dozens of women that have gone missing.
0: Es que es tan difícil imaginarse lo que esta familia The pain, the hurt. El enojo con just el gobierno y de buscar esa fortaleza en ellos. To find that strength to be like, we're going to keep looking for her. Y no nada más vamos a a buscarla a ella, sino que vamos a seguir ayudando a todas las otras familias que también están sintiendo este mismo dolor que yo. Yeah, it's so... Just listening to his voice, he reminds me, me recuerda mucho al papá de Eric Carrillo. Yeah. Remember, ¿te acuerdas del caso que cubrí? Yeah. Que el papá también de Eric hizo lo mismo. Y está, sigue siendo lo mismo que el señor José Luis. It's just, el amor de, de un padre no, yeah. no para. It go, no para, yeah. It's forever. Y, and they're finding anything, están moviendo todo. They're always moving mountains.
1: To find yeah. any sort of answer for the disappearance of of their children and not even their own, for for many others. Um, I also.
0: They don't care. They're heartless. It's
1: just. Shortly after. Doing this, photos of Don Jose throwing pink glitter throughout the march captivated the whole country of Mexico, as well as many abroad. Don Jose became a staple image of Las Marchas de 2019. And shortly after, the case of Esmeralda became a popular topic once again. And on May 19, 2019, La Familia Castillo posted a digital countdown in front of La Fiscalía Especializada de la Mujer in Chihuahua with a countdown of the days that Esmeralda has been missing. And on the same day in 2022, 13 years after the disappearance of Esmeralda, José Luis Castillo and Marta Rincón hung banners in different parts of Juárez with the updated portrait of what Esmeralda would look like in, re- in recent times. The banner included the phrase, No me olviden, falto yo, as well as her full name and the two photos. The first photo is of her, of when she disappeared at the age of 14. And the second photo is an age progression photo of what she would look like at 27 years old. Yeah. Um, according to a report by, uh, the Herald, uh, Mexico. Diana Esther Morales, a member of the prosecution who specializes in the crime against women in Ciudad Juarez, is quoted as saying, Es obvio que su hija Esmeralda está muerta. And according to el diario El Tiempo, José Luis responded by saying, Si ustedes dicen que está muerta y que la tengo que aceptar, Así nada más, dígame cómo murió, cuál fue su causa y modo de su muerte, y dónde están todos sus restos. Don José continues to look for his daughter, continue to help people in his community to find their their missing daughters and their missing children. He has been quoted as saying that depression goes along with the disappearance of his daughter. But the only thing that keeps him going is the fact that people need him. He says that he Mm -hmm. receives calls daily of missing children. And that forces him to get up and go help find these missing children. That even though he's mourning the disappearance of his own daughter, that he still goes out there and looks for his daughter and other people's children. During the rise,
0: con la de a su hija.
1: Yeah, to find his daughter within these missing children. During the uprise of his story, there's actually a documentary coming out on his daughter's story and um his movement and it is also called no me olviden falto yo it is currently in production and it is being filmed by a mexican woman director and if you want to follow the case we will link it all below we will link their instagram and their TikTok and their website and please continue to follow his story It is beyond heartbreaking and so motivating to show that the love of parents will never die. As long as they're still alive, they will continue searching for their missing children.
0: Don Jose is a guerrero. He's just... Life is throwing him, unfortunately, these curveballs and he's just... Catching them and he said like, I'm just gonna keep going. Nothing's stopping him.
1: No. According
0: to Ojalá la encuentre. Ojalá ojalá la encuentre porque ya
1: When his daughter went missing, he was 48 years old. He was 48. Yeah. Now it's been 14 years. Uh as of May. It's it's gonna it it, it will be 14 years so he
0: is now 62 imagine she should be at home with her family being a vet she should have been able to accomplish her dreams yeah
1: Um, even throughout this whole movement and them looking for Esmeralda um, the family has grown Um, his other children have had children so their grandchildren have even started going to these marches hand in hand with their grandparents and their parents in search for Esmeralda they have been met this woman because she should be a woman by now they've never met her this is a complete stranger to them and yet they've also joined in the search for their aunt according to Marta Rincón Esmeralda's mother said quote we want to know something about Esmeralda Because it's exhausting to live without knowing what happened to her. Um, So far there hasn't been any leads. But hopefully with the uprise of social media. And uh, his constant appearance within the marches. And um, the constant help of the community. And the documentary that's coming out. This family could get some sort of information. and, And hopefully some peace. Uh, with, yeah. with finding out what happened to their daughter um, for them the lucha never stops and they will continue to fight and 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 look for her and, and get some sort of justice for her and to end all of this we will close it off with a quote from Don Jose Luis he says quote yo tengo esperanza Y tengo fe en Dios, en que a pesar de estos catorce años vamos a encontrar a mi niña. And this is a disappearance, a veces menuda rico. Un llamado para toda la ciudadanía del Estado de México y del mundo entero. Los que tengan a sus hijas y a sus hijos con ustedes, denles un abrazo.
0: Díganles,
1: te queremos, te quiero.
0: Nosotros por el momento no tenemos esa oportunidad y quisiéramos tenerla. No desaprovechen el tiempo. Abrácenlos y díganles, te quiero, te queremos. Nosotros por el momento no, pero
1: esperamos en Dios que pronto sea ese momento de tener a nuestra hija con nosotros y darles abrazo.
0: Avanzando el tiempo, no encontrábamos a nuestra niña, perdimos trabajo, empezamos por toda la ciudad a a pegar pesquisas, desconocíamos totalmente. Cuando íbamos a la Fiscalía, en vez de que ellos nos entregaran informes,
1: nos preguntaban, ¿qué me trae de nuevo?
0: El señor José Luis emprendió su propia búsqueda, una incansable, que lo ha llevado a convertirse en activista. Se capacitó en materia de derechos humanos y derecho penal. Pertenece a cuatro organizaciones de la Sociedad Civil en Ciudad Juárez y es coordinador en la frontera de Juárez de la Asociación Grupo de Acción. Ayudado en la localización de 13 mujeres y también imparte pláticas en escuelas.
1: Muchas veces hemos caído en depresión. Y a veces estás muy, muy triste, muy deprimido, pero alguien te, te llama. Oiga, me ayuda, fíjese que no me quieren levantar la denuncia en la fiscalía y me dice, la gente te está ayudando porque te está sacando de esa depresión.
0: Pero no me I just want to Esmeralda, tú no estás sola. Tu papá, tu mamá, tus hermanos no están solos. Esto ya es una pelea de todos nosotros. Esta búsqueda va a seguir creciendo. Tu familia te va a seguir buscando. Van a seguir peleando hasta, hasta que les den respuestas. Y ojalá esa respuesta sea ella entrando a la puerta de su familia. Llegando a su casa. That's what we
1: hope for. Um And uh, uh, this was a very hard case. And uh definitely hit home a lot um especially coming from parents that you know we have, well, our own parents are are, are are guerreros and um to see this father not stop in the fight of, of looking for his daughter was very motivating and also yeah also very tragic because this this family deserves answers and um uh the government has it done uh enough to f- to find those answers and um i truly hope that that more information comes out and um this family gets the answers that they they're looking for and that they get to reunite with their daughter somehow um and uh, when this episode goes up um, the marchas have uh, officially uh, ended because uh, our episode goes up the day after the marchas but as a reminder um, we just want to say that we are here uh, protesting virtually that um, we are we stand behind the women and Uh, the people that are fighting for justice and are fighting for a better tomorrow for women in Mexico, in Latin America, and in the world. Um, Especially because it is so important in today's society to have the right to be able to go outside of your house and not fear the fact that you could be killed, you could be kidnapped, or uh you could go missing. So uh we stand beside our fellow women and um most importantly uh we we support them. Uh, even if it's at a distance. And even in the States we've we, we are fighting our own battles with reproduction rights and and you know, all these other things. Because yes, we do go missing here too. Yes, we get murdered here too. Um, but we need to we need to stand beside um our sisters, our mothers, our friends, the women in general. Uh, but yeah, uh this was this week's episode. I know it's a very heavy case, but uh I feel like we needed to digest justice with that one. Um if you have any thoughts any opinions um we will have our comment section open for you guys um we will also uh have a poll of a question well I'll think of something by then um but uh yeah uh please follow the uh um sorry, I'm blanking out. Please follow the No Me Olviden, Falto Yo uh, Instagram and TikTok account. Um, Everything's going to be linked down below. Um, And yeah, Uh, welcome back.
0: (laughs) Welcome back, everyone.
1: Um, Yeah, we missed you guys. Thank
0: you for listening. I know we missed
1: all of you. And um, thank you all for the support um, and for waiting for us. I know it's been a long month. And um, we love you guys. And uh, we're glad to be back. Uh, y otra vez,
0: por esto es importante to do the shares, to share stories, to share videos, whatever you guys find, because there, hay mucha gente desaparecida. Y cuando miran videos, por favor, share them. Yeah. Just keep sharing the stories. Because... All of us, if todos hacemos esto, todos ponemos un granito, ayudamos en cualquier forma. This is how things get viral. Yeah. This is how things happen. We've talked about cases on the thanks to social media, people are found. Yeah. Please don't
1: stop sharing. I agree. The power of social media nowadays is so yeah. powerful, and if mm-hmm. we use it for good. Um, a lot of these cases are solved, and a lot of yeah. these cases get <clears throat> their answers, answers to their questions. So please mm-hmm. share. Please stay informed. Stay vigilant, mm-hmm. and um, and we hope for the best. Yeah,
0: cool. let's keep supporting each other. Yeah, Don Jose, gracias por seguir peleando, por seguir buscando a su hija, por ser ese ejemplo de persona, de padre, y Esmeralda, tu familia te seguirá buscando. Was... Gracias a todas esas mujeres, esas miles de mujeres que pelean en estas marchas, que caminan en estas marchas, que son unas guerreras. All of us, yeah. we all do our part, and I just want to say thank you to
1: all of you. I, I We're second. in this together. I
0: agree.
1: And um with that, uh, this concludes the episode for this week, um, before we start crying, um, <laughs> um, if you haven't caught up to the other episodes, um, our podcast links are below, uh, we, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on, uh, Amazon Music, and on Google Podcasts, I think, or wherever podcasts are streamed, um, just search so the Summer Podcast and you will find our fifty-nine episodes. Um
0: These are sixty episodes. Know, Isn't that crazy? It's going by
1: so fast. We're we're 40 away from a <laughs> hundred. So I know. It's insane to me. We're I on season I- three.
0: <laughs> I know, it's so fast.
1: Um, and uh yeah, you could find us there. Uh we would also like to thank our network for uh, you know supporting us throughout this little break um and if you want to follow us you could um follow our journey on twitter facebook instagram and tiktok you could find us at s at svsm underscore podcast or on facebook so in the podcast um we post oh, almost daily there uh we try and uh yeah, anything else? I think that's it. Yeah. So, welcome yeah. to season 3. Um, and Woo-hoo. we'll talk to you guys next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. See you guys next week. See you next Bye.
1: week. Bye. Stay spooky. Bye.